Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics. Right now, Mahomes is throwing up points. Just killing it. Uh, he's just It's just Oof. like, oh, he touches the ball. Here's another 10 points. Oh, he touches the ball. Oh, here's another 10 points. It's got to be nice to have Hill and Mahomes. Oh, if you have that stack, you uh, you definitely probably won your week. Then again, you invested a lot into that stack, so that better perform for uh, you. Yeah, absolutely. But, of course, we had a wild week three. We had a lot of close games, a lot of crazy matchups, another blown lead by the Falcons, <sighs> but... Uh, any other thoughts that you have? I mean, of course, we're going to go over the games, but any glaring thoughts that you have of the games? Uh, if anyone's a Falcons fan, uh, I do have uh, a hotline number for you just in case if you need it, um, uh, just to give it a call so you can talk to somebody. They th- Then you're going to tell them, oh, I'm a Falcons fan, and then she's going to laugh they're, at you. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're going to totally understand why you're calling. Yeah, they are going to understand. I'll, I would laugh at you if you were to call, but, I mean, that, that's just me. So let's hop into the games. We'll do a quick recap. You know, we don't have to go too in-depth. I mean, everybody watched them. Should I we hope. get into the NFL headlines? Yeah. You want an NFL headlines and recap it? Let's do it. All right, go for it. You know what? Why not? NFL headlines. All right. So Carlos Hyde suffers a sprained knee. I mean, that's... Or yeah. Carlos Hyde did not suffer a sprained knee. Oh, my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) We have a typo here. Chris Carson suffered a sprained knee, which MRI shows ACL, MCL is still good, which is awesome sign. They said he possibly could play in Miami, which I highly doubt. Yeah, that's my fault on the typo. I was definitely looking at the waiver wire pickups of the week, and then just in my head I technically typed uh, Carlos Hyde. Anyway, uh, I mean Mm – you gave a little nugget for everyone. Yeah, exactly. You gave uh, a little nugget. Hopefully everybody listening realized the spelling or the mistake that we made before we corrected it. If so, congratulations to yourself. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this is the best case scenario for Carlos Hyde for how dirty of a hit or tackle or a sp- you know, spin you were so that was. salty about that. It was. It was dirty. Are you I mean, okay, dude? And people are going to forget that just two minutes before that, he went helmet to helmet on Russell Wilson. Dude, it's, uh, it's uh, going to be okay. Uh, he, he deserves to be suspended a few games. I mean, it, it, he should be suspended as many games as Carlos. I'm uh, not Carlos. Chris Carson is out. Is that how you feel? That's how I feel. You should call and let them know. I'm sure they know, but they're not going to do it. It's probably going to be like a $10,000 fine, something stupid. Anyway, Tariq Cohen tears his ACL. Oh, baby. It's a huge hit for the Bears, not necessarily fantasy owners, because Tariq Cohen has been pretty disappointing for the past two years now. Uh, and this is a good bump for David Montgomery because David Montgomery is now going to be on the field a little bit more. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I don't expect him to be that much more productive. I, I think Tyreek Hill last year was... Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Whoa, Tyreek Hill was amazing. But Tariq Cohen, my bad, uh, was... At least decent last year. You could spot start him. He was a flex option at some point. Uh, obviously, this year was complete opposite. Yes, uh, I would say. But Montgomery, this is say good news. It's his time <laughs> to shine. He wants his backfield. Go get it. Uh, Nick Foles 
Stats to start. Oh, uh, against you. the Colts. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, he, he looked good. He looked pretty explosive. I don't think he'll be that much better than Trubisky. I think it's an increase for Robinson, and uh, I think we needed it. Yeah, it, it was a long time coming. I was kind of hoping Nick Foles would start from game one. Glad to see him do it earlier than later. I mean, Anthony Robinson, I mean, Anthony Miller, sorry. He looked, <laughs> he had his two touchdowns. He looked explosive. He, even Jimmy Graham got in on the actions with two oh, touchdowns. God. I mean, I, I, typically you would expect the Falcons to know how to close the game out and no, run wouldn't. the ball. No, that's so, false. Fake news. Fake news, fake sir. News? Yeah, yeah, Falcons don't close out. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, history has shown yeah, they don't. This abs- is the absolutely. blowing a 28-3 lead. Uh, did you, do you remember something called the Super Bowl? Yes. Do you remember yes, that, too? I do. Yes, yes, mm. yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a joke. Yeah. It's it's, it's sad. Uh, eventually, the coach has got to get onto the hot seat. I mean, congratulations. You went up 28-3, to, to which is a good job for you. But, I mean, if you can't close it out, you know what? doesn't that, matter. That, that's an issue. Now, because the Falcons don't know how to close out, I do want to – Tamper expectations for next week for the Bills because, I mean, a normal team will know how to close that out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Bills are a star-studded team, right? They're, they're, they're a very they're, good team. They're killing it this year. Absolutely where, where, killing it. Where'd you it. get the Bills? I'm just, I'm losing it today. Are you okay? I, I don't I don't think so. You made fun of me earlier for the Chris Carson. Now, I make fun of you every episode for missing, messing <laughs> up a name, and now it's me. Uh-huh. My there week go. is going pretty well. It, it is. I mean, I so think I don't, I've won I, almost every one of my leagues. I might need to take a breather for a second. I'll give, while, while you take a breather, I will explain to everybody that the Bears are playing the Colts <laughs> next week, who just happened to embarrass Sam Darnold and Adam Gase, as always, as typical, as per usual, because they are an embarrassment of a coach and quarterback tandem. So, so I, if I gave you the Jets team right now. Yes. Would you be able to yes. outcoach Adam Gates? Yes. Okay. I just no, wanted to make no no issue, no problem. So so uh, our, one of our one of our big fans, Chemo. Chemo, thank if, you. Do you think he could outcoach? Oh, Adam of course, Gase? of course, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he makes some great plays in fantasy. I'm he just, does. I'm just saying. But he, he also listens to the podcast. And he so listens I mean, to the can't podcast. Blame. Hmm. Can't blame him. Hmm. Suspicious. Uh, suspicious, hmm. huh? Uh, Dallas Goddard, Suffer, and Jared Cook. Oh. I want to mention both of them at the okay. same time because they're both set to miss a handful of games with the same ankle injury. Uh, Dallas Goddard is probably the bigger news, in my opinion, because the Eagles just have nobody left on their team. I mean, we talked about this a little bit earlier, you know, before we started the episode, where uh, we you think Zach Ertz is just going to get an influx of targets, where I think this is actually hurts him. Yeah, I... I- I think he's going to get just so much volume, it's going to be ridiculous. And I think it's going to help his fantasy option, which you're on the opposite end of that. Yeah, because there's only so much volume to go around. I mean, you can only get so much to the point where, you know, a team doesn't double guard you. The double team, bracket coverage, bump on the line, then and afterwards safety over the top. I mean, there's only so much. Last game, they already tried giving him a couple of swing passes just to give him the ball in space. I don't know why. He's one of the worst rack tight ends in the league, so I, that doesn't make sense to me. But they, they tried it, so uh, he's going to get his points. Yes. There's no there's no denying it. He's going to get his yes. receptions. He's going to get his yards. He's going to be a threat in the red zone. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, how many times are the Eagles going to get there with their lack of weapons. Uh, Chris Godwin suffers a hamstring. 
He left the game in the mid-third quarter, and he, he was ruled out very quickly. He's set to get an MRI. Usually when there's an MRI connected to a hamstring, it is not good news. Not a good sign. Not yeah. a good sign. I mean, Mike Evans, he was the one with the hamstring injury. Everyone was complaining and very happy that they took Chris Godwin over Mike Evans. But me, I like Mike Evans, the Mr. Harry Potter boy. And uh, I'm very glad I did that, considering he had two catches, two yards, and two touchdowns. <laughs> you're you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of that. And I think 90% of it is Harry Potter. It, it really is. I mean, you know, you get that Wingardian Leviosa, I mean, and, and the ball just comes straight to him. Is he a Slytherin or Gryffindor? No, like, he, what is he? What uh, what are what are we talking about? He, is he, he a Hufflepuff? No. Is he soft and squishy? Right now. Or is he a Ravenclaw? He studies a lot. You know what I mean? No, I definitely don't give him that. He's gonna have to be a Gryffindor. Okay. I I don't see enough. I don't see enough like hatred and like. Tom Brady's a Slytherin. You heard you heard it here first. Well, yeah, you heard it here first. You know, if you kiss people on the lips, you're automatically a Slytherin. No, (laughs) no, no. He might be soft for that. Is he a Hufflepuff? Oh, good point. Amazing point. He's a Hufflepuff. There you go. One hundred percent Hufflepuff. That's I like him. Yeah, but he cheats to win. So like a little bit of Ravenclaw. No, Ravenclaws study. They're just they're very particular about everything and they study a and lot. How's Hermione a Gryffindor? Dude, I don't know. Supposedly she's brave. <laughs> okay. 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 Alright, uh so you're you're giving Tom Brady the, the Slytherin tag? I'll give him the Hufflepuff. You're no, Hufflepuff? I'm gonna go Slytherin. That, that's my final answer. Alright, there we go. Okay. <laughs> now <laughs> Jordan Reed sent to the short-term IR with a knee sprain. Hey, congratulations to him. He played two games. What a surprise. What a surprise. Two more than last year. Congratulations. Not bad. He had a productive two weeks. If you started him, congratulations. You probably got a successful tight end slot. Yep. Now, uh, John Gruden, your boy. Oh, baby. Concerned with Henry Ruggs' hamstring injury. He did did miss last week against the Mm -hmm. Patriots. They definitely could have used his help. Yeah, it... That's very concerning on my end. You know, he he's supposed to push the push the top off the defense, make sure Josh Jacobs has a little bit of space. It's it's going to hurt that offense drastically. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, in my opinion, he hasn't been too uh too too much of an impact player. Yet I haven't seen too much out of him in order for me to warrant uh, too much investment in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to worry about too much in fantasy, but he does open up the field for Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. Him not on the field, anytime you have a speedster like a Tyreek Hill or a Ruggs or whoever, you know, you need to make sure you watch them at all times. And it is going to affect that offense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, let's hop into a little quick recap. Let's go over the games a little bit. Okay. You know, j- just a quick thought. We don't need to deep dive into it. Uh, everybody knows the results. Just just a quick little highlight of each and every player that happened. Now, we'll start with uh, we'll start with the Houston Texans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, okay. James Conner had a massive game. He had a great game. He was gashing the, the Texans everywhere they went. Now, Will Fuller picked up a little bit. He had his couple nice receptions yeah. with a decent amount of gain. Uh Anything else you want to add into this game? Uh, David Johnson was underwhelming in this game. Uh, I do see him producing more later on. That Pittsburgh defense is very good, yeah. so I wouldn't be too, too concerned about uh, it. I'm not worried about David Johnson, especially because you drafted him much later into the mid-rounds of the draft. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he produces for you, it's just an added bonus. Now, so one one did thing I did want to add. Anthony McFarland played way better than Benny Snell. Snell was 7 carries, 11 yards, 1.6 average, and Anthony McFarlane was 6 carries, 42 yards. 
we could see him getting more and more carries. I'm not saying he's going to be fantasy relevant as the guy to keep an eye on in Dynasty, Okay, obviously. A, a, that is a very good eye-opener. Now, for the Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles, they tied their game. I couldn't God. believe it. We can go into this game for a very long time because no. <laughs> after don't. a false start that takes you out of field goal range, which is already an extremely deep field goal, you might as well just go for a Hail Mary. It's a tie game. I'd rather lose than tie. Yeah. Am I the only one with that mentality? They see it as playoff. Maybe making playoffs for Philly or, I mean, can Cincinnati's not going to. No. Uh, if I was Cincinnati, I would, oh, my God, Philly's 0-2, too. I don't know. I don't know what the mindset is there, but I think you have more of a Madden mindset. Uh, is it? Is it? Is that, it just... Just no, because no? I, I mean, no. it's, if it's fourth down, I'm going for it regardless. It doesn't matter how far <laughs> or close I am scoring a touchdown. Now, <laughs> uh, they drew. We saw both of them not do anything spectacular. That was definitely a game of uh, trash versus dumpster. Yeah. Now, to the San Francisco 49ers against the New York Giants, that game was also a uh, beatdown like no other. Yeah. I mean, the Niners are missing the quarterback, tight end, two receivers. Uh, both running backs, best cornerback, second best cornerback, safety. Uh, I mean, both their defensive ends on each side, <laughs> and they still mass. And they still found a way to score thirty six points and hold the defense to your, nine. Your, your boy Danny Dimes got destroyed. He got absolutely destroyed. Absolutely. Now, so a huge takeaway is that Danny Dimes only has one game in his NFL's career where he does not have a turnover. Yeah. At this he point, he's massive amount of turnovers. Yes, it is, it is a massive amount of turnovers. At this point, if uh, you want to start looking later in the weeks of your defenses to see if you can snag a defense going against the New York Giants, especially if they're a halfway yeah. decent defense. You can definitely put up a lot of points that way. Now, of course, now we're going back to the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost tripped up there against the New England Patriots. Uh, this was a close game, and then in the second half, the New England just kind of put the throttle down. They just ran all up. over the Raiders. Uh, I think that's just the storyline right there. I mean, uh, you know, it – if you are going against the Raiders, that run defense is soft. I think that's all I have to say on it's, that. It's Hufflepuff. They are worse than Hufflepuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Same old deal. You're going to be able to run all over them. Yeah. Um, but they are going to be able to score some points on you. Yes. Now, the uh, the running back situation for the Patriots is mm -hmm. clustered. Oh, but Rex Burkhead made a name for himself, and he really stood out here. He was definitely in the red zone a lot. He was getting touchdowns a lot, and he, he's getting a lot of PPR receptions, which you really like to see. I do want to make a comment on that. James White obviously had an unfortunate issue with his family and his parents. He hasn't been able to play because they got into a car accident, unfortunately. Um, so that PPR aspect, James White is usually going to pick up that slack, and I think Rex Burhead went into that position kind of took that. I don't see him producing that drastically receiving 10 targets is a lot of targets for a running back. Mm -hmm. um, but I do see him keep progressing and, and may potentially carving out a role. Yeah. We don't know exactly how long James White is going to be out. Yeah. We don't really know how a death affects people until, you know, we see how long he mourns. Of course, of, of course, uh, Bill Belichick is not going to tell James White, Hey, we need you come back. So, I mean, James White has all the time he needs. And it, as long as he's gone, Rex Burkhead is going to be a very viable fantasy running back now on the Tennessee Titans versus the Minnesota Vikings this was definitely a surprise game for me I expected the Titans to really steamroll the Minnesota Vikings I definitely expected the Vikings oh. too oh sorry am I dancing yeah you did a little quick do, dance do you, do you know who I'm talking about to talk about right now oh boy like let's let's be serious go for it my boy Justin Jefferson uh, that I said I he was, he was one of the something. top 
wide receivers, one of the best. I, I think he's going to be phenomenal. But, yeah, he played. He broke out. This was I, his come-out party. Absolutely broke out. He looked great. You know, uh, I'm so happy for him. I'm very proud of him. I mean, we want to see you do it again. The Tennessee, yeah. they, they were supposed to have a top 5 to 10 defense, but they've been a little bit disappointed on the defensive side. They have no edge pressure coming out, and Genevieve Clowney so far hasn't done that much to help <laughs> them out. Yeah, that's a, that's a real shocker. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook came back. He definitely had a huge monsters game at 160 yeah. yards touchdown. It was very good. Uh, Kirk Cousins did phenomenal as well. Uh, there are back to normal to must start. I mean, they were always must start except uh, Kirk Cousins. He's still not on my radar. Yeah, no. Uh, Ryan Tannehill had a great passing yard game, but he had zero touchdowns this time. Uh, so that just goes to show sometimes uh, the touchdowns don't always come. There, Derrick Henry came back, had his own two touchdowns yeah. himself. I mean, that's just going to happen. Some games, Tannehill's going to get him. Some games, Derrick Henry's going to get him. Typically, you want a nice even spread Yeah, and to I, help yourself out. If you need a tight end, Jonu Smith, eight targets. He's still getting fed in that offense. It's a good streamer to get. Yeah, he had multiple Absolutely. targets inside the red zone. He's a huge and must-start target, in my opinion. Yes. But now we're still waiting for the arrival of A.J. Brown. And until then, I'm still questionable on Corey Davis. Yeah, I mean, it, I would rather have Johnny Smith. I think he's going to get a decent amount of the targets, but I do not see A.J. Brown coming back this week. Not yet? No, not, not yet. yet. The reports have been that he is not progressing as fast as you would like to on his bru bru bruised bone. There we go. <laughs> so <laughs> the Washington football team got absolutely decimated by the Cleveland Browns. That game was a little sad. If you owned Cleveland defense, you definitely received a nice chunk of fantasy points. Dwayne Haskins Loved went it. back to his own way, old ways, turning the ball over, throwing interceptions left and right. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both feasted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, they're both RB1s in my opinion. I mean, you can make that argument for sure. Like we were discussing, I mean, Kareem, you, we obviously saw Kareem Hunt snag that one-hander. Oh, that was a nice uh, I catch. mean, that was a, a beautiful catch. Kareem Hunt's obviously going to be involved. Nick Chubb's obviously going to be involved. Uh, two touchdowns for Nick Chubb. I think they are still going to use Chubb at the goal line on a regular basis. Uh, Kareem Hunt will get in there every so often, but it's a good sign for both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely like that, especially because Kareem Hunt was about an eighth-round draft pick. I don't like OBJ. Sorry, no, we don't I just like I just had to. I no, just had yeah, to throw yeah, that I don't like OBJ either. I think he's trash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Los Angeles Rams versus the Buffalo Bills. This was a uh, fantastic game. A little controversial, but it was tons of fun. If you own Josh Allen like me, you definitely had tons of fun. Unfortunately, I decided this week to go Ryan Tannehill over Josh Allen due to the matchup. That bit me in the butt, but it is a okay. So I mean, Josh Allen, he went another 300 yards, four touchdowns. You know, he has over. A thousand yards passing this year. Yeah, he's. I mean, way more than he's ever done. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely, way more than he's ever done. Uh, we went over that last podcast. Obviously, yes. Um, he's having a breakout year. He's having an amazing year. Uh, without John Brown, I mean, John Brown looks like he's going to be out for at least a week. Yes, or two. So yeah. I mean, is he going to be able to do that again next week? I don't know. You have to wait and find out when we do our next pod. Uh, I'm definitely comfortable with. Josh Allen, and he's going to be a monster in my opinion. Dude. Yeah, sorry, sorry, dude, you're, you're giving sorry. you're giving all the good stuff away. Sorry, uh, Daryl Henderson. I do want to touch on twenty carries, one hundred fourteen yards. He looked like the best back there. Obviously, there was injury concerns, but 
looking pretty good. Looked like the explosive back out of the backfield. I mean, this is a complete 180 from him last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Last year, he looked like a complete bust. Didn't He couldn't find a hole, couldn't make anything happen. Right now, he's looking explosive, looking great. Uh, Malcolm Brown, I thought, was going to take that backfield yeah. and lead it, but uh, it doesn't quite look like that way right now. Uh, I'm not quite ready to drop Malcolm Brown. But no, he's, I, he's definitely lookable. Yeah, it's a it's a hold and wait there. It's, hold and it's wait? definitely a hold and wait. That's good. And I mean, Kansas City. Kansas City. Jeez. Threw it to an offensive tackle. I mean, yeah, congratulations. I wonder to if he no started. One. Uh, I don't even know who did that. Fisher. I don't even know who. Eric Fisher, left tackle. Congratulations if you started him on your fantasy roster. Uh, now, Chicago, we touched on them a little bit. Came back. Against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, I mean that game was while immensely disappointing. If you're a Falcons fan, it was a fun game to watch. A lot of big plays, big, ac- big action. Allen Robinson went off. Anthony Miller went off. I'm definitely gonna want to look at Anthony Miller in my waiver wire period. I don't know if I want to put a bid on him, but if he's there around that, if he is after the waiver claims, I'm definitely gonna try to snag him up. It hurts me to say this, Jimmy Graham with ten targets. He lo- he just got tough fed. I. It's crazy, but I love to see Allen Robinson, 13 targets, 10 receptions, touchdown. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. We know we, we, know we were it. very high on Allen Robinson from the start and then the offseason. It is very nice to see him get fed like how he should. Now, Mike Davis from the Carolina Panthers against the Chargers. Now, he wasn't Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> but, I mean, the but, guy but got he produced eight, like it. eight receptions. Eight um, receptions. Eight receptions. Back-to-back games. That has not happened. I think there was only three or four running backs that have done that. He's going to be a PPR monster. I mean, he he had a nice amount of carries. He had a rushing touchdown. He, I believe he had a receiving touchdown. I'm not even entirely sure anymore. <laughs> Mike Davis did have one receiving touchdown, nine targets. Yeah, that's that's just insane. Absolutely M- crazy. McCaffrey doesn't even get that. I'm not saying Mike Davis is McCaffrey now. But, uh, I mean, Mike Davis looked very good against a very good Chargers defense. Guess who else looked very good? Oh, boy. I My know. boy, Austin Eckler. I'm just saying 11 That's receptions, 11 targets, 11 receptions. Yeah, I got him on like three, four, five, five different teams. Come on. He, he was my guy. He, he, he was my guy. I'll give him your guy. Keenan Allen, 19 targets. That, that one That's, is, your is guy. Is that my guy? That's your guy. Okay. That's Keenan Allen, guy. 19 targets, 13 receptions. Please keep Herbert. Please keep Herbert in. Do not get Tyrod Taylor in this game. It's just a different offense. I'm not saying Herbert is really great and amazing, no. but no, no, no. He, he's just a much better fantasy option for everybody else around him. It makes Eckler so much better. Yes. Uh, Eckler, absolutely. Keenan Allen, so much better. Hunter Henry. Hunter great. Henry looking better. He's going to go with who he's, who he's comfortable with. And Keenan Allen's going to be there, Austin Eckler for a dump off, and then Hunter Henry as a tight end spot. Rookie quarterbacks love tight ends. It's their safety blanket. All good signs. If now, how, how did Joshua Kelly do? Give me a stat line. Your boy quick. Josh, eight carries, forty-three yards, five point four yards per carry. That's pretty good. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But, but that's not nearly enough. Joshua Kelly, two targets in the past game, which yes. which makes me which makes me happy seeing Austin Eckler going back to what they usually use him for. He's one of the best receiving backs in the league, if, in my if, opinion. If for if sure, not the best. I mean, he's yeah, definitely absolutely. I, I I put McCaffrey and Kamara. Above him, but I mean, if you're top three, you can't. You could definitely. Not yeah, be I mean, mad you could. That. Yeah, you could definitely argue that. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Now, now Joshua Kelly, this proves mm-hmm. that he is a game script back. So, I mean, if they go down, he does not, not he might not be able to produce like how you'd like. He also probably got he did have a fumble and a fumble lost. That could affect his carries, uh, you know, uh, go from there, but yes. I agree with that. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, now for the fun game of the week, the uh, New York Jets against oh the Indianapolis Colts. God. Sam Darnold threw two pick sixes against Xavier Rhodes. If that happens to you, I am sorry. You uh, you need to reevaluate your life, and the coach needs to reevaluate his existence. Oh, who's that? Who's the coach? Adam, the legend, the genius, I, the offensive I don't guru. Un- I don't understand this. I do not understand this. Any other profession, you perform this badly, you would be gone. What is taking so long? Why do we have to keep watching this garbage team over and over and over again? This is one of the worst football teams I've seen in a very, this, very this long time. This is horrendous. Is this worse than the 0-16 Lions? It's up there. It's up there. Do I think most college teams would beat them? Yes, 100%. Was that a little aggressive? No, I mean, this comparison is going to be made throughout the year. Would Alabama beat the Jets? And a lot of people are going to go, yes, probably. Uh, I mean, uh, Adam Gase is uh, is uh, um, Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Ouch. Where he just can't succeed at everything. No, just everyone hates him, uh. and he can't succeed. At well, anything. see, at the end, everybody started to like Draco a little bit because he got so. soft. Yeah, he got he got, he got huffle. That's like him with Peyton Manning. So you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he 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 was like better with you know Harry. Okay. So then. Harry, Harry's, Harry's Peyton Manning. Harry's Peyton Manning. There do you need go. do you need an offensive coordinator for Peyton Manning? No. Okay. There you go. Harry didn't need Malfoy, so <laughs> that's true. I'm just hey, okay. he's right. just jumping on the bandwagon. All right. He knew I, I he can't. he knew he was gonna lose, so he just jumped on. So so you losing, twenty seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, thirty six to seven for another blowout loss. This is like so so if you're in automotives, this is like leaving the drain bolt loose after doing it after doing an oil change and the yeah. customer driving off and the wheels and the wheels loose, <laughs> both of them, all of them. So the wheels fall off and then the motor and, blows. and the motor blows up at the same exact time and, and you're still not fired. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a very fair comparison. I can't believe he is still employed. At least demote him something and put you can make him the coordinator, put a head coach. Maybe that would ease his stress out and allow him to actually focus on one thing but as of right now something's got to give uh dallas cowboys had a phenomenal game against the seattle seahawks i mean that that was a very fun game to watch other than somebody quote unquote dirty hitting my boy oh, chris carson and God. russell wilson i mean uh you want to hit the burn to a chris button real quick for you yeah oh, okay I mean, so we got to talk about this. Uh, If you lost your fantasy week by eight points and you had DK Metcalf in your starting lineup, congratulations. He is the reason why you lost. That's that's got to hurt the soul a little bit. I mean, him, him letting letting up and allowing the ball to get knocked out of his hands at the one yard line is embarrassing. I. It baffles me. You get paid that much money and you still can't do what you're supposed to. I mean, Pop Warner stuff. In elementary school? Okay, I can get it. No, in elementary school, you still finish playing. Like, you want a recess? You going to stop? There's no whistle. I mean... There's no whistle. There's nothing. There wouldn't even be a touchback. No? No. So, I mean, I could understand if, you know, he thought he was in the end zone. 
and you know he was getting ready for a celebration but he, that wasn't even the case he was just showboating and then that point you get what you deserve unbelievable i'm glad i'm very glad i did not lose what by one of my i didn't very glad i did not lose my weeks <laughs> because of that or else i would have been so heated how mad scale of one to ten yep salty wow it's aggressive yeah i mean let's go to the opposite side here all right dak prescott Oh, he had a game. Absolutely killed it. I mean, Zeke was a little underwhelming, but Dak took over the show. I mean, Amari Cooper with 12 targets, Gallup with 138 yards, Seed Wilson with 107 yards and two touchdowns. Is that going to be replicated again? A lot of people for Wilson. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to say. I mean, one big game. He he does have injury issues, and he hasn't been be able to be on the field. But, I mean, when you have CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup, it's going to be very hard for him to push up from the number four spot, obviously. You know what I mean? You're going to have to do some crazy stuff. Yeah, if you are counting on the wide receiver four to put up fantasy points for you, I feel like you're in trouble. Yeah. I definitely – I think this is a flash in the pan. I think you're going to be point chasing if he is on your roster. Uh, But regardless, Dak Prescott is elevated – Russell Wilson is probably the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. I think he is better than Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes has a lot going for him, a lot of weapons. Russell Wilson doesn't necessarily have any of that. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson's a monster, uh, he, an absolute monster. I, th- I thought Very he hit underrated. his prime a while ago. No, he this is his prime. If that, he, he still might be ascending. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, now with no Chris Godwin, and uh, a very healthy Mike Evans. Congratulations. With a Slytherin. With a Slytherin. Ooh, hmm. quarterback. Hmm. And now the Denver Broncos missing their quarterback, both their edge linemen. Uh, Philip Lindsay's gone. And now Sutton's gone. I mean, that team is decimated, not quite yeah. like the Niners, but they are up there. Yeah, their offense looks horrendous. I mean, Jerry Judy was the option there, and obviously you have Noah Fant too, but – it hurts to watch. Melvin Gordon, if they play like this, it's going to be a rough, rough season for him. Yeah. Uh, just like the Jets or and the Giants, both New York teams, Denver is going to be one of the teams where you kind of want to look at and see if you can snag a defense going against them uh, because they're, they're just going to put up fantasy points for you. Now, the Detroit Lions played a pretty good game was able to snag a, uh, a victory over the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins still looked good. Kendrick Drake, I know we want to talk about him. Kyler Murray looked pretty good. Uh, Kenny Galladay was able to get his first game on the season, was able to snag a nice touchdown for himself. Yeah, I mean, Kenny yeah. Kyler Murray first I wanted to talk about. Three interceptions. He looked a little rattled. Uh, in my opinion, he, he definitely looked a little rattled. I mean, Hopkins with 12 targets, he's obviously going to get his. Kenyon Drake, 18 carries, 73 yards. But Murray definitely didn't look like what I thought he was going to be against the Lions defense. Uh, I definitely expected the Lions defense to be a whole lot better than this. Uh, I mean, sorry, the Arizona Cardinals offense to be better than the yeah. Lions defense. Uh, I don't know if this was a good game for the Lions or a bad game by the Cardinals. I definitely do think this is what a normal stat line for a Kyler Murray is going to be. A lot of rushing yards, not necessarily a passing yards, and uh, a couple of interceptions. St- I mean, still producing. Three touchdowns, one rushing, two passing, 270 yards in the air, and 29. I mean, you still got a 24-point game out of him. Yeah, I mean... That, if that, you're at that, six-point passing. Exactly. Uh, you still... 
you're still gonna get a lot of production from Kyler Murray, whether that's you know passing, probably rushing. It's just the touchdowns that I'm gonna be uh, definitely skeptical of. But when they're not running the ball like how you expected, Kenyon Drake, give me a stat line real quick. Kenyon Drake, 18 carries, 73 yards, four four point one yard average, which is a lot better. But I mean, when you drafted him that high, you were assuming he was going to be a top six, top seven back. A lot, right? I mean, it's been a little underwhelming. Nothing crazy, but not what you were expecting if you drafted him that high. If you're in a standard league, he's been a massive disappointment. If you're in a PPR league, well, he's, he was able to at least salvage some fantasy points for you to help you out. On the I mean, other side of the ball, Adrian Peterson had 22 carries for 75 yards. Uh, I think uh, they're definitely going to feed him. They're yes. just feeding him. Yeah. Uh, is he startable? He's He's on your bench. He's on your he bench? might be flexible depending on the matchup is how I would go about it. Okay, but if you he, don't have any other options if you're a Lev Bell owner. Yeah, I could see it. Is he a, a must own or? Yeah, I think he's a must own. Must I own. think he should be owned in every league, uh, especially if I mean, unless your bench is amazing, he's a guy to have there and he could be a spot start for you, especially even when bye weeks come to. Yeah, good point. Great point. Great point. Now the Sunday night game where. I have a lot of questions on the <laughs> Green Bay Packers' tackling. I don't know how Kamara can break four tackles while he doesn't even look like he's sprinting and score a 50-yard touchdown. It, I, I can't. I don't even. I don't even know what to say to that. So we we got to watch <laughs> two pretty good teams. Of course, they they were both actually they were not both undefeated. The Saints <laughs> took an L to the Raiders, but yes, we, we got to see really good teams missing their wide receiver one. And we saw one team really know how to elevate, which was the Green Bay Packers. They, you know, they, they were still spreading the ball down the field. They were using all the running backs in the passing game. They were still scoring deep play touchdowns. And then we saw on the other side, the New Orleans Saints, where it felt like their offense was give it to Kamara and hope he makes something happen. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really have any other options. Uh, Kamara made the big plays. 14 targets. Let's start off with that. 14 targets for Kamara, 13 receptions, 139 yards, and two touchdowns. That's insane. A massive PPR uh, game. And I would just like to say the closest after that is six targets with Traquan Smith. Emmanuel Sanders, four, tar- four receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. He is one of the most disappointing. I mean, while he had a great, good stat line for this game, he has definitely been disappointing given the scenario that he is in. Right now, the next best, uh, Jared Cook would have been a good spot start but now he is injured Octavius Murray even got in on the receiving action with one catch and seven yards I mean Octavius Murray he had uh, 12 carries for 58 yards is he, he is is he worth it uh, he's worth a bench spot in my opinion a, a lower end bench spot I'm getting frustrated with him if Kamara goes down is he going to be super productive he'll be he'll be I, I I think fantasy he'll, relevant. I think he'll definitely be fantasy relevant, but until then, with how this offense is moving, I don't know. He's a handcuff. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't. I try not to hold on to him. Okay, that's fair. Now, the last game, which was a Thursday night football, we definitely went over that last week on our Thursday night recap. Yep. So you could definitely watch that episode to get in on that action. Now let's get onto uh, my favorite part of the segment. Oh, of course. Waiver Wire God. So Carlos Hyde is definitely going to be up there onto the list. I, I mean, with Chris Carson, 
Hey, we got the names right this time, or at least I got them right. You this nailed time. it. Thank you. You, thank you. you nailed the names. Thank you. So Carlos Hyde is going to be a top priority with Chris Carson probably out this week. I mean, Carlos Hyde had seven rushes once Chris Carson went out, so he's definitely going to be the volume getter in that offense. And you're going to go against a very, uh, I don't want to say weak defense in the Dolphins, but we definitely expect the Seahawks to be ahead in that game, making it so they're going to be closing that game out as soon as possible. I definitely don't think they're going to pull up Falcons and start airing it out and throw that game. And if they did, they wouldn't screw it up. Yeah, they'd probably just score more <laughs> points. So next guy, Justin Jefferson. I'll let you talk uh, about I your mean, guy. Looked phenomenal. It's a great bench spot. Am I going to start him on a regular basis? Depends matchup. Thielen's obviously the main guy there. We got to see what Kirk Cousins can actually do on a regular basis. But Justin Jefferson, the talent is there. The opportunity is there. It's a great spot. If he is taking on the Stefan Diggs role, he mm-hmm. is going to have a very good fantasy season. Not only that, but a regular NFL season and career. Now, next on my list is going to be Jeff Wilson Jr. A lot of people wanted to pick him up last week due to both Niner running backs getting injured. But, I mean, both of them are still going to be out. And not only that, McKinnon had a rib, rib injury and left the game early. So Jeff Wilson was able to snag two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. And if you, even if he splits a 50-50 roll with McKinnon next week, he's definitely going to be a solid start for the for the for, uh, your team and the 49ers because they go against the Eagles. Absolutely. Miles Gaskin is the next one. And Honestly, for you, it might not be that big of a surprise because I know you were a Miles Gaskin guy. Uh, thank you. I'll thank give you. That. Thank you. Thank um, you. 27 touches for Thursday night. Oh. That's, I mean, that's a drastic amount. He played phenomenally well, and he, yes. is, he is the main back there. He I don't is. think there's a question about it. Thanks. Jordan Howard vultured a touchdown, one carry, one yard, one ah. touchdown, which is very frustrating. But the good news is five targets, five receptions, 29 yards you're getting involved in the pass game, which they are going to be down every so often. Hey, you, you unfortunately have a LeGarrette Blunt on your team, and he's just going to take those touchdowns. His stat line is going to be one carry, one yard, one touchdown. Yeah. And that is immensely unfortunate, but Gaskin is still going to be a very good running back for your fantasy team. Now, a sneaky one. You brought this up to me, and, and I was like, eh, well, okay, it could, it could definitely work. Mm-hmm. It could definitely work. If you have the depth for this, I, I highly recommend it. Alshon Jeffrey, he is now practicing on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, if you have a spot for him, then it is a good stash because, of, like we said earlier, and like the injury reports consistently go out and say, there's nobody on this Philadelphia Eagles team to throw the ball to it. I mean, and Wentz and Alshon, they had a good chemistry together. They were definitely putting up a lot of fantasy points when both were healthy. When Alshon comes back, he will be a good fantasy start. For yourself yeah as long as he's healthy and that liz frank is situated mm-hmm. absolutely and rex burkhead this is kind of your this your is my take territory. on your your territory on it um we've seen what he has done in the past the issue with the patriots backfield is you don't really know who's gonna get it yes and burkhead has been there for a very long time he knows the system he works well with belichick he is very involved this week, and he showed what he can do. Mm-hmm. So it's a great bench spot. See what happens. If he is the guy in the backfield, it's a great option. Yeah, he had a lot of PPR points 
he had a lot of work in the red zone. That's what you like. I definitely expect the Patriots to be in the red zone a lot. They were definitely efficient and effective with uh, Cam Newton up there in the quarterback spot. So if that's the case, Rex Burkhead is going to get a lot of opportunities to score touchdowns. So my last one, last but not least, my boy Brandon Ayuk. I mean, La, la, it wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago. I put him in my star is born category, and it uh, looks like he has t- finally shined because, I mean, he had a great game against the Giants. He had a couple carries for a touchdown. He had a nice couple of nice snags. I, you were a week early. I was a week early, you know, premature. It's, it's what better I than being late. Oh, no, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. I like it. I like it. He was definitely my dynasty stud that I had to pick up and draft. Uh, I mean, Debo Samuel coming back is going to help him out and give him some space, give some coverage off of him. Not only that, George Kittle should be coming back next week, making him a much more viable option down the field. I mean, they, they had him all over the field, whether it was the backfield, some swing passes, some screen passes, and then some deep shots. Brandon Ayuk is going to be a very good Swiss Army knife for the 49ers. Absolutely. I, you got anything to add? Uh, I think that knocks it out of the park. Next episode, of course, we're going to be talking about a buy, trade, sell, who guys we should be dropping, what else should we should be doing, some more strategies we can go over. Now, of course... We're pretty, uh, we're pretty proud of this right here. Oh, we, we, of course, you guys could watch us on YouTube and watch our episode. But we, we, what we decided to do was buy a green screen and have some fun with this. So if you guys go on our YouTube channel, Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football, you guys could see us kind of messing around. We have a couple takes. We throw in a couple skits. We make fun of a player or two, and uh, you, it, it obviously we have some educational parts to it, but. Uh, a lot of it is us just kind of messing around and having some fun with the green screen. So if you guys want to see that, please go check it out. Give it a like and subscribe. It means a lot to us. Uh, other than that, I mean, if you have something you want to see, particular, oh, yeah, that's actually comment. Good. I mean, and maybe we can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, with the green screen, we can kind of make a lot of things happen. And uh, it was definitely a lot of fun to make. It took a lot of takes, though. I mean, being in front of a camera like that is different. It's, it was interesting. It was interesting. It was interesting. That's very, that's very fair. Other than that, good luck, everybody. See you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 